Hey everyone and welcome to episode 9 of The Curious Dragon. When deciding on what subject to do for the podcasts, well, some come from my list of topics and ideas and some will just pop into my mind. And some are ideas from other people. For this podcast, we will be looking at the occult. Now, for those who don't know me, as a child, I went to a Baptist church, was even dedicated, which means that instead of being christened, dedicated gives the child the freedom to decide when or if they want to become a Christian. And when I went to high school, I went to a Church of Wales school. Also, throughout all this time of being at a Baptist church and also at a conformist Church of Wales high school, I was around spirits from a young age, plus aware aware of and learning along the way of the esoteric. But being aware and living with both church and the esoteric should have resulted in myself struck by lightning and catch fire every time I went to church, picked up a Bible and prayed, plus going to a church high school for five years should have also caused confliction and confrontation. But it never did. Obviously, my family were aware, something which I've covered in a previous podcast, the episode three, Spirits and Me. So, the word occult was taught at us in church deemed to be a terrible word and to be classed by the church as being part of the occult would mean that you are basically condemned. But in the year 2000, I started doing a night school course in Spanish language. So when learning verbs, occult was a verb in Spanish. And this basically was a revelation. Years of church as a child to my early 20s, had indoctrinated my thinking that this word was so terrible. Occult means this. It means to hide or the hidden. This blew away the brainwashing of this simple word. So, as I'm a witch and classed by former friends in church as occult, really this means that I am hidden. So, for this subject matter, we will be taking a look at occult and seeing what and why and how it's here, plus some history thrown in for good measure. The occult. In the broadest sense, the occult is a category of supernatural beliefs and practices encompassing such phenomena as those that are involving mysticism, spirituality and magic, in terms of any otherworldly agency. It can refer to other non-religious supernatural ideas like ESP, extrasensory perception and also parapsychology. The use of the term as a 
nominalized adjective has developed especially since the late 20th century. In that same period, occult and culture were combined to form the word a culture by Genesis P. Orridge. The term occult sciences was used in the 16th century to refer to astrology, alchemy and natural magic, which today are now considered pseudosciences. The term occultism emerged in the 19th century France where it came to be associated with various French esoteric groups connected to Eliphas Levi and Papas and then in 1875 this was then introduced into the English language by the esoterist Helena Blavatsky. Throughout the 20th century, the term was used idiosyncratically by a range of different authors, but by the 21st century, the term was now commonly employed, including by academic scholars of esotericism, to refer to a range of esoteric currents that had now developed in the mid-19th century and their descendants. Occultism is thus often used to categorise such esoteric traditions as spiritualism, theosophy, anthroposophy, the Hermetic Order of the Golden Dawn, and of course, New Age. Occult Sciences The idea of occult sciences developed in the 16th century. The term usually encompassed three practices, astrology, alchemy and natural magic. Although sometimes various forms of divination were also included rather than being subsumed under natural magic. There were, these were grouped together because and according to the Dutch scholar of Hermeticism, Wouter Heingraf, each one of them engaged in a systematic investigation of nature and natural processes in the context of theoretical frameworks that relied heavily on the belief in occult qualities, virtue or forces. Although there are areas of overlap between these different occult sciences, they are separate and, in some cases, practitioners of one would reject the others as being illegitimate. During the Age of Enlightenment, occultism increasingly came to be seen as intrinsically incompatible with the concept of science. From that point on, the use of occult science implied a conscious polemic against mainstream science. Nevertheless, the philosopher and card came came historian Michael Dummett, whose analysis of the historical evidence suggested that fortune-telling 
and occult interpretations using cards were unknown before the 18th century, he said that the term occult science was not misplaced because people who believe in the possibility of unveiling the future or of exercising supernormal powers to do so because the efficacy of the methods they employ coheres with some systematic conception which they hold of the way of the universe functions however flimsy its empirical basis in his 1871 book primitive culture the anthropologist edward tyler used the term occult science as a synonym for magic Occult qualities. So, occult qualities are properties that have no known rational explanation. Back in the Middle Ages, for example, magnetism was considered an occult quality. Ether is another such element. Isaac Newton's contemporaries had severely criticised his theory that gravity was affected through action at a distance as a cult. Occultism In the English-speaking world, prominent figures in the development of occultism included Helena Blavatsky and other figures associated with her Theosophical Society. Senior figures in the Hermetic Order of the Golden Dawn, like William Wynne Westcott and also Samuel Liddell MacGregor Mathers, as well as other individuals such as Pascal Beverly Randolph, Emma Hardinge, Britain, Arthur Edward Waite, and in the early 20th century, there was Alistair Crowley, Dion Fortune, and also Israel Rigardi. By the end of the 19th century, occult ideas had now also spread into other parts of Europe, such as the German Empire, Austria-Hungary, and also the Kingdom of Italy. Unlike older forms of esotericism, occultism does not reject scientific progress or modernity. Levi had also stressed the need to solve the conflict between science and religion, something that he believed could be achieved by turning to what he thought was the ancient wisdom found in magic. The French scholar of Western esotericism, Anton Fiver, noted that rather than outright accepting the triumph of scientism, occultists sought an alternative solution. Trying to integrate scientific progress or modernity with a global vision that will serve to make the vacuous of materialism more apparent.
The Dutch scholar of Hermeticism, Wouter Heingraaf, remarked that occultism was essentially an attempt to adapt esotericism to the disenchanted world, a post-enlightenment society in which growing scientific discovery had eradicated the dimension of irreducible mystery previously present. In doing so, he noted that occultism distanced itself from the traditional esotericism which accepted the premise of an enchanted world. According to the British historian of Western esotericism, Nicholas Goodrich Clark, occultist groups typically seek proofs and demonstrations by a recourse to scientific tests or terminology. In his work about Levi, the German historian of religion, Julian Strube, had argued that the occultist wish for a synthesis of religion, science and philosophy directly resulted from the context of contemporary socialism and progressive Catholicism. Similarly to spiritualism, but in declared opposition to it, the emergence of occultism should be seen within the context of a radical social reform, which was often concerned with establishing new forms of scientific religion, while at the same time propagating the revival of an ancient tradition of true religion Indeed, the emergence of both modern esotericism and socialism in the July monarchy of France, 1830 to 1848, have been inherently intertwined. Another feature of occultists is that, unlike earlier esotericists, they often and openly distance themselves from Christianity and, in some cases, like that of Crowley, even adopting explicitly anti-Christian stances. This reflected how pervasive the influence of secularization had been on all areas of European society. In rejecting Christianity, these occultists sometimes turned towards pre-Christian belief systems and also embraced forms of modern paganism, while others instead took influence from the religions of Asia, such as Hinduism and Buddhism, and also various cases certain occultists did both. Another characteristic of these occultists was the realization that they placed on the spiritual realization of the individual, an idea that would strongly influence the 20th century New Age and human potential movement. This spiritual realization was encouraged both through traditional Western occult sciences like alchemy and ceremonial magic, 
that by the start of the 20th century had also now begun to include practices drawn from non-Western contexts such as yoga. Although occultism is distinguished from earlier forms of esotericism, many occultists have also been involved in older esoteric currents. For instance, the occultists like Francois Charles Bartlett and Rudolf Steiner were also theosophers adhering to the ideas of the early modern Christian thinker Jacob Bohm and seeking to integrate ideas from Bohemian theosophy and occultism. It had been noted, however, that this distances from the Theosophical Society should be understood in light of polemical identity formations amongst esotericists towards the end of the 19th century. In the mid-1990s, a new definition of occultism was put forth by Wouter Heingraff. Now, according to Heingraff, the term occultism can be used not only for 19th century groups, which openly self-described using the term, but can also be used in reference to the type of esotericism that they represent. Seeking to define occultism so that the term would be suitable as an ethic category for scholars, Heingraff devised the following definition, a category in the study of religions which comprises all attempts by esotericists to come to terms with a disenchanted world or alternatively by people in general to make sense of esotericism from the perspective of a disenchanted secular world. Heingraff also noted that this ethic usage of the term would be independent of emic usages of the term employed by occultists and also other esotericists themselves. So, in this definition, occultism covers many esoteric currents that have developed from the mid-19th century onward, including spiritualism, theosophy, the Hermetic Order of the Golden Dawn, and, of course, the New Age. Employing this ethic understanding of occultism, Heingraf argued that its development could begin to be seen in the works of the Swedish esotericist Emanuel Swedenborg and in the mesmerist movement of the 18th century, although added that occultism only emerged in fully developed form as spiritualism, a movement that developed in the United States during the mid-19th century. Marco Pazzi suggested the use of Heingraf's definition, which might cause confusion, by presenting a group of 19th century esotericists who called themselves occultists 
as just one part of a broader category of esotericists whom scholars would call occultists. Following these discussions, Julian Strube argued that Levi and other contemporary authors who would now be regarded as esotericists developed their ideas not against the background of an esoteric tradition in the first place. Rather, Levi's notion of occultism emerged in the context of highly influential radical socialist movements and widespread progressive so-called neo-Catholic ideas. This further complicates Heingraff's characteristics of occultism, since throughout the 19th century they apply to reformist movements rather than to a supposed group of esotericists. The occult. The term occult has also been used as a substantivized objective as the occult, a term that has been particularly widely used among journalists and sociologists. This term was popularized by the publication of Colin Wilson's 1971 book, The Occult. This term has been used as an intellectual wastebasket into which a wide array of beliefs and practices have been placed because they do not fit readily into the categories of religion or science. According to Heingraff, the occult is a category into which gets placed a range of beliefs from spirits or fairies to parapsychological experiments, from UFO abductions to oriental mysticism, from vampire legends to changeling, and so on. A culture. The word a culture was used within the industrial music scene of the late 20th century and was probably coined by one of its central figures, the museum, the musician, sorry, and occultist Genesis P. Orridge. It was in this scene that the scholar of religion, Christopher Partridge, encountered the term. Partridge used the term in an academic sense. They stated that a culture was the new spiritual environment in the West, the reservoir feeding the new spiritual springs, the soil in which new spiritualities are growing. Occultism and Technology Recently, scholars have offered perspectives on the occult as being entwined with the media and technology. Examples include the work of film and media theorist Jeffrey Sconce and the religious studies scholar John Durham Peters, both of whom suggest that occult movements historically utilise media and apparatus as tools to reveal hidden aspects of reality or laws of nature. Eric Davis, in his book, Technosis gives an overview of occultism, both ancient and modern. From the perspective of cybernetics and information technologies, 
Philosopher Eugene Thacker discusses Agrippa's occult philosophy in his book In the Dust of This Planet, where he shows how the horror genre utilises occult themes to reveal hidden realities. So, looking back to when Christianity first used the word occult, well, it's very much used from modern times. Looking at the Bible, you will see words such as witch, pagan, sorcery, gods, as in multiples, but no word the occult. So once again, researching occult has shown a completely different meaning to what I learned as a child in church. Occult seems to be a convenient term for the unknown scary stuff to be put into. A better and educated lesson in the meaning of occult would be a starting point to learn and understand that it has a word and it's not as terrifying as it first seems. Before I go... Just to say about podcast making, I use Anchor, it does everything for you and you don't need expensive equipment as you can record, edit, send your finished podcast out to the world. And you can even do it on your phone and it's free. So thank you very much, see you next time.